Hi guys, it's Jen from Shoots and Ladders podcast, formerly known as Becky Left the Chat scheduled for one fall, which is way too many words. I am just popping in here to let you all know that we will be dropping two episodes at a time for the first four weeks. This is because we want to catch up to where we would be if we were looking back exactly 30 years. And, you know, we're about a month off, so that would work out perfectly once we catch up, and then we will do one episode a week from then on. But just wanted to let you know in case you were wondering why that was happening and you had two episodes a week popping in your feed. That's why. Please enjoy the first episode of Shoots and Ladders podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody, to our new podcast adventure. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And we are bringing you Shoots and Ladders. Yes. So, Shoots and Ladders is going to uh, be a two-pronged 30-year review of uh, (laughs) what we consider some of the best wrestling. Wrestling from our our youth. We're going to dive into silly storylines, as we did before. We're going to rewatch all the content we can get week to week, and we're going to release everything for you to kind of digest and uh, watch along. Uh, it's been a pretty big streaming renaissance, as we've talked about on the other feeds, where we are able to basically get everything and get it at good quality. Last year, when we started our kind of prequel to this adventure, we were stuck with a lot of YouTube grainy, crappy videos. But now we're able to get superstars, maybe as they should have been shown before, as well as the beginning of Monday Night Raw. So I know there's a lot of um, podcasts out there that are devoted to Monday Night Raw, a lot of stuff devoted to going through some of the better Attitude Era stuff, and we're going to kind of build up to it because, you know, we're going to get into all of the silly wrestling interviews, the wonderful ladder matches, and really we have this we have this theme, Jen, right? Yeah. About, well, when you kind of watch this era of wrestling, there's two people that really seem to be circling each other and what some people consider some of the, the greats. And especially since it's 30 years, you're seeing a lot of different memes, seeing a lot of different things that are put on Twitter, mm-hmm. Bret Hart stuff, Shawn Michaels stuff. We just passed the date of the Montreal screw job and there's dark side of the rings out there. There's lots of people. And unfortunately, um, you know, that wrestling lifestyle, you do get people that die young so a lot of the, the, the people are, are kind of passing away. And some of the original culprits, maybe, of, of all this stuff are a lot older. So it's really this weird, like, where's the truth? Where are the facts? What still exists? Uh, we live in a very conspiratorial world. So we decided we'd open up an old conspiracy, the Montreal Screwjob. So we're going to rewatch all of this. And every couple weeks, months, we'll check in to see as we build towards it, like, was it, was it actually a work? Like, was Brett in on it? There's so much data and so much stuff that comes out 
that it's just so funny to sit and just kind of try to digest it and just in it just if you like if you liked wrestling as a kid and if you got out at any point you still probably know about the monday night wars you know about the attitude era you know about all these things yeah i feel like it's common knowledge even if you weren't too invested in it this is like uh just us rewatching and building up to basically you know the red wedding of wrestling right i mean this (laughs) red wedding this moment happens and everything changes right i mean it does so it's pretty fun and you know not to get too morbid you know last year when we were talking and doing our wrestling podcast you know scott hall passed away other people passed away um so you're kind of losing a lot of the the older guard of wrestlers and when you're losing them you're losing you know you're you're losing their stories but you're also losing people that were there right so we still have some of the main players that are here maybe someday who knows we get big enough when we fly to saskatoon and interview some of them but uh, it's a lot of fun. and wrestling. Well, we, could, we would drive to Saskatoon. Yeah, well, yeah, we'd have to drive. But I don't know. I'd fly <laughs> there. If, I mean, what, what would you say anyway? You wouldn't say anything if we ever actually uh, talked to Bret Hart. You just kind of look at him and go, uh, hi, Mr. Hart. Oh, you yeah, I, I get really bad star struck I know. with anybody. And I mean, forget it. If you saw Shawn Michaels, you would probably die. You'd melt <laughs> at that point. You'd just die. But this is just a fun little project that we have. Something that we really enjoy doing. We really enjoy watching this old school stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, especially in a weird world we live in where you can kind of program your own life. It's it's fun to watch this stuff without commercials. It's fun to just kind of watch it and digest it. And, you know, maybe take your mind off of some of the other bullshit that goes on around the holiday table. Um, so, Jen, without further ado... Yeah. What are we going to cover on our first episode? Okay. Well, the first episode, now that you've hyped it all up now a lot. Now that I've, I've done a shoot interviewed, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the first the first episode is just one one little seemingly unimportant episode of Superstars from January 2nd. Well, what's our format going to be? We're going to run week to week, right? One week, everything we could find. So if we find like a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you put me on the spot. Was so the format going to be? Like, what are you saying? Well, I was going to say, um, if we find family feuds, if we find... Oh, yeah. We're going to try and see what we can find. Wars. I don't know. Like, um, we're definitely going to go over the superstars and the raws. Um, okay. And then whatever else we could find out in the wild. The manias look to be just kind of like cut and paste from... Raw and Superstars, mainly. Right. And also, they're not on Peacock. But I'll see if any of them are important. I know sometimes... I know eventually, like, some of the the wrestlers come on there, and there's, like, interviews and stuff. Well, there's so. definitely going to be Regis and Kathy Lee episodes, right? Because I, I know that was a thing. There's a whole week of Family Feud, and I am so excited to get there. Because yeah. it is so good. And I think there's, like... You know, I, I don't know, but, I mean, I think... I feel like there's... At some point during the steroid thing, I feel like Hulk Hogan's on like a late night show. Like I feel like He's all on these things. Arsenio. Uh-huh. So we're gonna try to find all this stuff as we go week to week. Um we're gonna be recording this a little earlier, so we may you may hear us say things and then all of a sudden something relevant happens in the wrestling world. So that would come at the top of any episode, right? So we'll kind of say that and squap that in. You know what I mean? Like if we're yeah, doing the, a weekly review, that's the plan. To, we're, yeah. we're a few weeks out. You know, you may hear us kind of say something, then jump into our music, but it'll be fun. And we're here, and you know, you you the only thing and you when can you're here, do, your family. Yeah, it's it's like Olive Garden here, and at the end of the day, the only thing you can do is uh, choose to listen and prevent forest fires. That's also true. Um, our format is gonna is gonna kind of each episode is gonna run as they're gonna run. 
obviously the pay-per-view is going to be a little bit longer. At least this first oh, year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's going to be week to week. And then there'll be special episodes for the pay-per-view. So we're not going to put them into the regular episode. They'll be in, a, you know. Yeah, I think there's only five this year because they add the King yeah, of the Ring. Yeah, there's only five. but So we're starting in 93. We're starting and we're going to go up to this Superstars episode, right, Jen? So what So what yeah. did we consume this week? We consumed an episode of Superstars. Okay. Um, In Green Bay, Wisconsin. I don't know when this one was filmed. That has seemed to be your job in the past, so I, I have a blind spot. New Year, New You. Yeah, well, I still don't know where it was filmed, <laughs> when it was filmed. But I'm assuming not on January 2nd. And your hosts are Macho Man, Jerry the King Lawler, and Vince. Um, yeah, it is a episode of Superstars. It starts with Mr. Perfect and the Berserker. Mm-hmm. And this has my favorite part of the whole thing. And in the beginning of this match, they just run off separate ropes, right? So, like... Perfect's going east-west, Berserker going north-south, just on, like just missing each other. And I'm like, that's the most entertaining thing, I think, of the whole episode. <laughs> Ric Flair comes out. Um, you get a Yokozuna match where he almost kills George Anderson, unfortunately. Um, every time you watch these, like every time I see them, I'm like, man, how does he not kill those people? I, like every time. I really want to interview one of them and be like can there's we, certain can we talk about this? you know and, I, and i'm glad you know we spent a lot of time watching this stuff last year you know certain things like the leg drop from hulk hogan and macho men's flying up there's certain moves that you're like okay like i could understand the mechanics behind it but then when you see certain finishing moves like kind of the razor's edge a little but i'm guessing that's because it's like a trampoline but really, the Yokozuna splash is like the main thing where you're like, I don't understand how. Because sometimes it looks like his feet. It's one of them looks like his feet slip. And that one circles the internet Ooh. all the time. And you're like, it looks like he just squashed that dude. And uh, this is another one of those where you're like, did he just squash that dude? Did he just land on his chest? I mean, it's a lot of fun. It, not fun. Uh, I mean, maybe we know no you. one died, right? We know no one, from what we can tell, got seriously injured from any of this. But I mean, it's like, wow, as a kid, you're like, that is, he is a larger than life villain. In all things considered. Yeah. And yeah. especially the way they hype it up with just the casual racism. They're like, he's this this Japanese superstar, right? So we need like an American hero to take him down, which is, you know, foreshadowing uh, events that happened 30 years ago. And it's just really, you know, I, I, I can't wait until we do that great American slam thing or whatever, where they're all oh, on the coming. USS Intrepid it's, and they just run. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's <sighs> coming. 93 is fun. 93... I think is my second favorite year, but I will digress. Um, yeah, so we get Perfect the Berserker. I shouldn't even have to say that Mr. Perfect wins, but he does. With the Perfect Plex. Don't ever forget that. Always. Uh, then Ric Flair comes out. Then we get Yokozuna killing George. Then Marty Jannetty. Um, Tom Stone match. Then we get a Damien Demento jobber match. From the corners of your mind, the dark recesses. Outer reaches, I think. Oh, man. Damn. I know. I gotta get this right. Um, and that was fun because Macho, like, it kind of, this is the commentary, is like Macho Man talking about how it's like the person being hired, the, the voice in his head is like an invisible man that's being hired by the WWF. And then he just kind of like goes on this weird limb with it. And he, macho man's commentary is just beautiful because it, it gets really strange. Um, and then we get Crush versus Dave Siegfrieds. And uh, Doink comes out and they have a little cur fluffin'. Um, we also get a Bobby Heenan 
interview where he's not really interview like a promo where he's um he's prepping us he's prepping us for the arrival of the narcissa okay and Vince mcmahon's like oh i wonder what he's gonna look like blah blah and it's like we've we've met him we met him when when we talked to him at survivor series like everybody already met him True. Maybe they weren't calling him the narcissist, so they were just calling him Lex Luger. But yeah, so that's um that was this episode of Superstars. We're we're really deep in the in the Rumble hype right now. We're excited for the two new shows premiering next week, which is Mania and Monday Night Raw. And mm. uh that's what we get. So my highlight of the week, I'm gonna do you know, last year we did a lot of different things to go through the week. I'm still gonna keep some of them because I think the I think the best dressed is still important. I think a best match is good, uh, especially considering that we're going to have Raw and we're going to get some real matches. Uh, and I'm also sure. going to have, you know, best promo still going to be there. Best promo cut by Bobby Heenan, easily. Bobby just telling you all about the Narcissa. He's here to remind you. The way he says it. Uh, j- the whole thing. Because <laughs> the whole thing is just so, the whole thing is wild, you know. And I'm and Narcissus. I'm, and I'm just going to kind of patent this as we go. Just wild cruise ship energy, right? Like you're on your CCTV. He's there. He's like, he's coming. He's coming down. He's going to be here. The Narcissa, he's coming. It's, it's happening. And you're just like, dude, wherever you're going, I'm like nine. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. I'm 10 years old. I, you seem so old. And yeah, he's not, but he does. So I'm going to give it to Bobby for cutting that. What about you? Who was, what was your promo? I know there's a lot of other promos, um, individuals standing, you know, yelling about how they're going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I did like the the Money Inc. promo where um, IRS said he's going to be in the ring with 28 tax cheats because, of course, him and Ted DiBiase are not tax cheats. Um, Correct. So I thought that was silly. We know that about billionaires, especially in the 90s. I know, right? They don't cheat on oh, I'm sorry, he's a millionaire. He's a million dollar man, not a billion dollar man, okay? This true. was the 90s. True, um, true. And we do know that they are usually... Those super rich guys are pretty stand up. I'm yapping um, up. Oh yeah. Um, that was my favorite promo. Uh, I would say my favorite, my favorite moment of the week slash my favorite moment of the episode was the uh, Damien Dement during the Damien Demento match. We had Jerry the King Waller bust out the the King Telestrator. Oh, the royal, the, the royal, royal magistrate, the royal magistrator, and he starts drawing. <laughs> Doink the Clown, like what he considers Doink the Clown next to Damien Demento. And it just reminds me so much. That is such a 90s thing. Because now, they don't even really like use the Telestrator as much because the technology's gone to a level that you have like full-on arrows and you're showing full-on route. Like all things you can do almost instantly. But back then, it was such a thing where they would just draw in like pow and like bang and it's like silly. And so that was really funny as he's slowly drawing Doink the Clown. And you're yeah. Like, you know, yeah, just, basically kind of alluding to uh, Doink the Clown being Damien Demento. Yeah, so I that was kind of like my best moment of just this little, you know, contained uh, episode. My best match, I mean, it's Berserker Perfect because it's two people, you know. Hands with a perfect class. You don't class. have a choice, yeah. And we're hyping up that Ric Flair exit, which sad because I love Ric Flair. And he'll be gone from our lives, at least our wrestling watching lives, unless we decide when we're... Make it to 2001. Old and, or old and gray to keep to keep doing this. No, so, jeez. Oh, just what about you? What was your best match? Best moment. Yeah, I best mean, match? obviously the same the yeah. same match. Yeah. You could have said Yokozuna with the squash. Oh uh, no, because I really felt bad. Yeah, I looked like that hurt a lot. Yeah. Other than that, we're just really talking about the Royal Rumble. We're getting ready. Mm-hmm. It's coming. 
we're coming out of the Christmas season. Royal Rumble's coming. We already had our music video. Let's get a Shawn Michaels Bret Hart watch. Did Shawn Michaels appear at all? You also did you did you say the Marty Jannetty match too? Because there there was this. There, there was, was a Marty Jannetty match. Yeah. yeah. No, Shawn Michaels did not appear. There was a Bret Hart, I believe, check in because on Mania slash this week we're gonna get the beatdown that Razor gave to Owen Hart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes, we're going to get to watch the full brutal the beating. full <laughs> beating. It wasn't turned over to the authorities, mm. as it probably no, should no, have no. been. No, um, And I think that's something else that I'm really going to try to focus on as we go along. I mean, we know that, you know, we know this is entertainment. But at the same time, like, how many laws were broken in that video? There's a lot. That man seemed to assault the other man behind the scenes. Yeah, at least one. At least one. He didn't seem compliant. He didn't seem to want to be in on it. Mm-mm. So it was definitely a law that was broken by... Uh, Razor Ramon, but they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, squaring off at the Royal Rumble. Which Razor and Brett, not Razor and Owen. Yep. And yeah, well, Owen is right now. Owen's is he still part of High Energy? I think so. Yeah, for like a minute. Yeah, and so he hasn't really started his solos run yet, but it should be exciting. This Royal Rumble event, we're gonna get Bret Hart, Razor Ramon. Yeah. I I think we get Marty Sean, right? We do. Yeah, for the IC, and then. Yep. The Rumble itself, we know Jerry the King Waller is going to be in it. And we know Macho Man's going to be in it. And we know Macho Man's going to be in it. IRS and the Million Dollar Man are going to be in it. Virgil's going to be in it. Berserker's going to be in it. Damien Demento's going to be in it. Tatanka's going to be in it. Oh, Let's yeah, not yeah, forget yeah. his promo. I he's cannot. telling you as he's pushing out. He's telling you. I think that's, that's kind of the rundown of who we know so far. We're going to get more people, I'm sure, next week. And more hype next week on Raw. Raw is going to be exciting. I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, I'm it's, ex- it's exciting. When we first started rewatching this stuff in the middle of the pandemic here, we started with Raw. That was like our thing. We did a, we did all the pay-per-views leading up to Raw, which is like four of them, to just kind of whet our appetites. Be like, oh, hey. Yeah. And then we did Raw, and we just watched Raw. Raw's a lot of fun because it's uh, really trying to compete with that WCW thing. You know, it's trying to really kind of... Be yeah. in prime time and well, be out there. Well, at least in the beginning, too, they are actually, like, film that day. Um, you know, like, live or whatever. Or at least film that day. Um, yeah, because I feel like 92, you start to get the new roster. The roster mm-hmm. does kind of like a switch over. But now we're going to start to get the programming start to catch up to the younger roster. Um, yep. And the smaller guys. So it's young, to get a younger, little bit better. smaller. You know, cause a little bit we, more ridiculousness going on. Because in real life, we know we're dealing with the steroid thing. And the steroid trials. Which is another thing that we'll get into as we go along here. Uh, as we talk about it. As it is happening live, right? Because we've been watching a couple different Dark Side of the Rings. A couple different outside things that we'll talk about too. As they come up here um, in our timeline. But, you know, we're going to get into the Vince McMahon steroid trials. And those bigger guys. The Hulk Hogan's. The... You know, shit. I mean, I was I was gonna say the uh, Nar- Narcissa, but he's gonna be here for a couple of years. But some of those other guys that were directly involved with steroids and were yeah, it is steroids. kind of funny that they did bring in Lex Luger in, right, at yeah. this point. Yeah, right. It's, Where you're like, okay, yeah, it's uh, curious. Right at the top of my head, the two guys I think of steroids. I'm like, well, Hulk Hogan and Lex Luger, right? And you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> Lex Luger was in WCW now, so 
but he wasn't the WBF. Remember that was, I think that's still a thing, right? Isn't the WBF all-star, isn't that still a thing? Like the wrestling. You mean like right now? The bodybuilding. Yeah. Isn't it still a thing in 93? Cause I know now we're all in on well, Icopro. Well, it was just a thing. So I'm sure it's still. We're all in on Icopro. Oh yeah. Icopro, everybody needs Icopro. Anything else you want to add for this first week? This is kind of like our little like like preview trailer ish, welcome ish, hello ish. Well, it's our first episode. It's a pretty long trailer. But there's not a lot to cover. No, there's not a lot to cover. Uh, so it's a quick little episode. No, I don't really have much else to add this week. Um, basically, we're just we're gearing up for that new the the new programs and for the Royal Rumble. You know. So let let's you know kind of every week we'll check in a little. Every episode we'll check in a little. Some will be longer, some will be less. Let's get a little screw job check, a little Montreal check. Vince McMahon is still just an announcer. Oh, yeah. We have no idea that he's the owner, unless you really know, right? I don't know. As a casual child this point, watching I this, I don't know. A casual right? child, yeah. Maybe if you were more of a formal child, you would have known, but as a casual a child, I do not think I'm going to so. stop you right there for one second. You're telling me that as a kid, you weren't into certain things that you were like way into it, that you would go and get all the extra magazines and go and get all the data that maybe then you became too into it, that you're reading all because like there was wrestling magazines. If you were really, I was a hundred percent really into it. Yeah. I, 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 like that. Not in, really into, into stuff. It. I'm yeah, saying, no, no, no. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Cause I mean like just as someone that I'm just making fun of you for saying casual child. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying like, if, if you really wouldn't know. Unless you really took the time to go yeah, find I mean, obscure stuff. Right. It's not the internet that you can Google it and quickly find out who's what. I don't think it was the secret, but it definitely wasn't common knowledge. Definitely wasn't. No, <laughs> no, definitely wasn't. So he's still an announcer. Brett's still our champion. Mm-hmm. Still a face. Mm-hmm. No indication he's ever going to leave the WWF. He's still got his family with him and still participating, right? For all, all things considered, right? Davey Boy was just there. Owen's here. Like, everybody... Oh, yeah, Davey Boy's gone, that's right, yeah. Davey Boy's gone, but we know he'll come back, and Nightheart and everybody, like, he's still here, that's still happening, mm-hmm. all that's still going on, and uh, Shawn Michaels is working his way up. Yeah. So, a quick check-in, they're on a, they just they're on a had trajectory. a match at the Survivor Series, really, because they didn't have a lot else going um, because on. Because they were the two best. They didn't have a lot else going on, because a lot of other people were leaving, Right. As we know with Ric Flair and stuff like that, that they'll be gone. So it's really this trend, little transitional period. So we get to the Royal Rumble and then we start to gear up towards uh, this nice WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, I have to say too, you know, kind of conclude here. I, I do, you know, when I when we were talking about doing this and watching it and digesting things that have happened so long ago. It's funny because the data you have is from people that watched it at the time. You don't have a lot of people going back. And revisiting things for their entertainment value in a, in a different way to consume it. So if you like any of this stuff, or if you just like podcasts and we're in your ear and you're listening, just come at it with an open mind because it's a lot of fun. You know, you may hear or read, you know, if you're into it, oh, this was bad, that was bad, this is this. Right. But like, if you just give it a shot and watch it yourself, you may find something different that somebody that wrote about it or people that talked about it back in the day are talking about it based on their experiences at that time. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Little, little, little ramble, so. but it's just one of those things where I'm like, when I watch it now, I'm like, is this entertaining? This is entertaining. It's fun. It's nostalgic. Yeah, I do wonder it, if it's it, all, if it's fun because if it's nostalgia or if it's fun because it's fun or maybe a little bit of both, but 
It's kind of like one of those 80s comedies. Like, I might not enjoy it if it, if I wasn't there then. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Good, but because I just, like, even now, if you watch, you know, and as we watch and consume some of the stuff that's out there now, and you're like, well, these guys are all in their later 30s, they're this and that. It's like, right, but that's the same thing that it is here. So it's fun to kind of see, like, just to see, like, where where the sport, where the entertainment evolves. You know, this is the beginning of that evolution. This is where it all kind of starts. Where it's not just, oh, I know that Hulk Hogan's going to come into my town and he's going to win. He's going to hype me up. I know who he is. I've seen him on, you know, a television show or on a, you know, cereal box. Like, you know who that person is. Now it's like, okay, these people are going to be in your home every week. So they need to reinvent themselves and they need to come up with something else to entertain you. Because you can't just rely on the leg drop forever. You know, it's fun. And we're really going to evolve past that. And so it's really cool. And I think at least in terms of the medium, we get some of the cooler performers are here right now. Yeah. You know, some of the real true icons are here right now. Especially for 90s kids. So come with us. Enjoy it with us. Have fun. Anything else you want to add, Jen? No, I think that's that's it. I've been shooting most of this time. Mm -hmm. Last thing. Do we see any ladders? We, we will though. We gotta watch. Okay. There'll be ladders. We gotta keep. I'll keep an eye out for it. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to this first episode, <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Narcissus.